Hi, and welcome back to Real Estate Made Simple. I'm Rick Bosley, your host, and today we're going into part three of the New York Times bestselling book, The Millionaire Real Estate Investor. It's commonly known as the blue book if you're in the industry. So you can take a look at it, Millionaire Real Estate Investor. And what we're going through here is using different excerpts and, and going through this, not quite like Audible. I'm not reading you the book as the author. We're taking points of it, talking about it, how it applies to real life in this market. So if that sounds appealing to you, thanks so much for being here. Stay tuned. Thanks for being here again. My name is Rick and this is Real Estate Made Simple. This is part three. And if you missed part one and part two of this series, I encourage you to go back and take a look or take a listen wherever you're doing or watching this. Uh, that way you have that foundation set. And if you don't want to, hey, that's okay. We'll get you up to speed. We're on page 27. And today we're going to look at two different areas. One is going to be focus in the, in the areas that you need to focus on as an investor. And the other is the four phases of growth. So let's kick it off. In the 1940s, a quality control manager named Joseph Geron, you're going, oh my gosh, talk about quality control manager. I'm going to get forward to that and fast forward. The guy's a smart uh, Italian control manager, and he realized that the vital few and the trivial many, and he realized this pattern, and he named this pattern the Pareto's Principle, uh, and sometimes we call it the 80-20 rule. Uh, sometimes we hear it as, as focus on your big rocks. Right? We've got to look at, at what are the big rocks, what are the 80-20 how does this show up in life? The 80-20 principle truly is a law. It shows up everywhere in life. I think about it uh, in certain diets, right? And in certain diets like Weight Watchers, what do they focus on? They give you certain points in the food. Weight Watchers is successful because of what you eat. Jenny Craig, what you eat. Keto, what you eat. So much of it. So when we think about all the ways that these, these diets work, it's focused on what you eat, not around your workout, not around your sleeping cycle, not around all the other factors that are important in losing weight. It's focused on what you eat. What you eat is a 20% that gives you 80% of your results. Where else does this show up? It shows up in the economy. 20% of the population owns 80% of the wealth. And it shows up in our productivity. 20% of what we do yield just 80% of our results. It shows up in companies like Apple. And 20% of the products or the iPhone creates 80% of the revenue. We can see this pattern show up over and over again. And it's going to show up in, in investing as well. When we think about it, the 20% the is having focus. It's about having a, a clear focus. I was given an example that I think really resonated with me, and that's a Formula One racer. When you think about a Formula One racer, they're going 200 plus miles an hour. They're, they're right here in their helmet, and they're in their windshield. Man, and there's so many things going on. There's pit crew. There's people from the, the skybox. There's people on the ground. They're looking at, at every metric. But where's that driver looking? Right here. They have crystal clear focus. Now, it doesn't mean they're ignoring the check engine light, right? They're aware of the, the alarms and the red alert. They're not just oblivious to it. But man, do they have focus. This one I share with you is going to be focus. And on page 28, it says, focus is the key to success. More than effort, more than experience, more than natural ability. Look at the high achievers in any field and you'll discover they have just powerful focus. And you'll learn that they're focusing on the right things. The handful of truly important issues to make the biggest difference. They know what matters and when it matters most. And as you move toward becoming a successful real estate investor, you too will gain that level of focus. Although the results that come from the focus may start slowly, over time you'll see them grow substantially, much like the compound effect, much like that hockey stick effect that we see. 
success is sequential. It's not simultaneous, right? It doesn't happen exactly like we thought. It will happen gradually and then suddenly, which comes from the Susan Scott book, Fierce Conversations. So of all the interviews they did in conducting this book, they discovered that there's three dynamic areas of focus, and they call it the dynamic trio of investing. We're going to go through these three areas right now, and that's criteria, terms, and network. The criteria is what you buy. The first of the three, and it's the standards that define what kind of property you're looking for. Are you looking for single family, multifamily, what type of construction, the right features, the right amenities? Do we have it attractive for resale or rental, long-term, short-term? Do you have multiple exit strategies? Is that part of your criteria that you're looking for, that it's going to make a profit no matter which you do, or at least if you sell it or rent it out, you can still make the cash flow and profit? Where is it located? Your criteria, the aspects of the property that are immutable facts, the things that can't be negotiated away. It's that foundational piece. It allows you to have focus like that Formula One driver that if you see a, a house that seems like a great deal, but man, it doesn't match your criteria, you can just say no because you already have your criteria taken care of. That's going to be a criteria. And we're going to look more about what is the opportunity filter for this. What's the recommended criteria? Sometimes criteria helps you make sure it's a good one. And sometimes criteria protects you from the bad ones, which can be a downfall. Not only could it, could it financially cripple you, it could also just completely demoralize and lose your confidence. So getting into a, a poor criteria home that just makes everything else fall apart, we can prevent that right now. As we continue and go through this book, there's a buy a million section. They're going to talk about the criteria that their interviewers who have found the most success in. So you can just rip off and duplicate. We call it R&D, the criteria that they use. So that's what you want to buy. The second key area of focus is terms. Terms, how will you buy it? So terms define how you turn it into a deal. Once it meets your criteria, terms determine the value for both now and for the future. The negotiable aspects of a purchase include everything from offer price, down payment, interest rates, conveyances, occupancy, closing costs, maybe who's holding the note. Is it through a bank? Is it through seller financing? Every investor said that terms are where the great deals can come from even the most modest criteria. A skillful negotiation of terms can lead to a better equity position, improved cash flow, and sometimes both. By the way, when we look at equity and cash flow, I, I heard once it makes a lot of sense. As long as you have one of those two things, your investment is safe. If you don't have equity yet it's cash flowing, then hold on to it. Let appreciation and time do its thing. You will gain a higher equity position as long as it's cash flowing, you're winning. If it stops cash flowing, you're writing a check and you have equity, then you're in a position that you can take that equity and put it into a different property that will be able to cash flow. So as long as you have one of those two things, you're in a safe position. So don't worry about all the other noise, cash flowing and or equity. You know, ultimately, uh, it's about maximizing your financial value. And it's the second criteria. I think what's important when you look at your, your cash flow or look at the terms of it, many investors, many worksheets, they look at year one return. And sometimes year one return might not be that great. I want you to take it and do what's year one, two, three, four, five years look like. And what is the return going to be in the first five years? Then take a look if you like the annual return over time. Sometimes that first year of return doesn't look as great. It doesn't mean it can't be a great investment for you. And again, we're going to talk about the different terms that are recommended in the buy a million section. Even if you're not a skilled negotiator and they reference a uh, Roger Dawson, uh, I'll reference the guy right here, Chris Voss, the book, never split the difference negotiating as if your life depended on it. 
This is knowing which elements are flexible and being systematic of what you can get for every single deal and knowing when to walk away. Remember, your money going in is how you make money. Excuse me. Going in is how you make money, not going out. When you write, when you buy and let the market go to work for you, as opposed to when you buy and hope the market will keep appreciating. We saw this from a lot of institutional buyers in the last three years, and they were buying property, sitting on it for three to six months and selling it for three to 8% higher than what they bought it for because the market was moving that fast. And a lot of people who played the market in these last two and three years in 2021, two and three, they did really well. But then some people were still holding on to it in 22 and three, all of a sudden it's not appreciating. They have all the down payment upfront costs and now they're stuck with a, a home that doesn't have that equity there. So we wanna look at our criteria. We wanna look at our terms. And finally, the network is the last member and that's who will help you. It says your network is who helps you investing. We're attempting to pin down criteria that make the biggest difference. Network was a surprise contender, Gary writes. We just didn't see it coming. The idea of the individual entrepreneur investor beating the streets for deals is what a lot of people think about when they think about investing. But again and again and again, their interviewers said, nope, it was through people, through relationships who sent me opportunities, mentored me, helped me maintain my properties, provided services. Whether it's a business person, a realtor, an attorney, construction manager, you can find a lot of you know home remedy services that people go in and they want to do some, some moving specialists, uh, just different network of people who deal with life decisions. That can be a great network to find great deals. Network will come first in your investing career. And as you're ready to launch it, or maybe you already have it, but you want to really refine it, look at your network. And they'll say, who am I missing that can, can be a great resource and network and, and reciprocate, that it can be a win-win. Uh, being a real estate coach and being a real estate uh, agent as well, I, I have many people that I am in their network, not only as their wise counsel, their wisdom, their trainer, also as their agent to help them purchase, help them rehab, help them sell. I've got a network of my own investors and, and construction and, and clients and landscapers, and we have our own network because when we have a network of team that we can help each other Man, has it become easier. Doing it alone, you can go fast. Doing it with people, you can go far. So remember the, th the, the three terms. Criteria identifies, terms determine, and network supports your investing. You master these three areas, you're going to have a great chance for long-term success. That'll solidify your path. So those are the three areas of focus. Now we go to the four stages of growth. The path of millionaire real estate investors progression through four stages. And first, you must learn to think a million. You have to think like a millionaire real estate investor before you ever make your first move. How you think matters, whether this strikes you as cliche or timeless truth. Gary's experience has taught him that the bigger he thinks, the more he can accomplish. He's learned that what he holds in his mind will show up in life. And learning to think like a millionaire real estate investor will give you the greatest chance of becoming one. Reminds me of the Henry Ford quote of, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Now, this applies to investing in millions of real estate or it applies to my six-year-old when he was learning to ride his bike because he kept telling me, I can't do it, don't let go. I can't do it, don't let go. And I told him, you know what? You're right. As long as you keep thinking you're going to fall, you're going to fall. And so I want you to just tell yourself, I think I can run my bike. I can run my bike. I can run my bike. Within 15 minutes, he was riding his bike. He let go of the fear of it and did that positive affirmations. The, the, the thinking can be so powerful so I don't want you to sleep on it. Um, just give it a shot. Think a million. We're going to talk about how you can do that. After you think a million, the next step is to buy a million. 
you'll get a thorough understanding for the best models of investing, more fundamentally, understanding of money, how it's made, how it can be lost. The goal is to equip you with the working models you need to purchase investment properties. Believe it or not, there's not a huge leap that you might imagine, and you can get there faster than you thought you could. When I was reading this, I thought about my wife and I and our investment properties, and I can't say we're experts by any means. We have a long-term hold, and we have a short-term rental. So we have two rentals, both that are cash flowing. One we bought in 2011 for 120000 Now, if you know the market, you know what happened from 2011 until 2023, and that $120,000 purchase is now worth 400 thousand right and that's that's what we own uh from the buy there then you're looking at our our short-term rental i talked about last episode we bought for 460 two and a half years ago now it's worth closer to 650 or 700 so we look at those are going holy smokes we bought a million dollars worth of investment properties and we really we bought five hundred thousand that appreciated into it and so time will be your friend here so hold on to it and it will appreciate into it so that's the second phase is going to be buy it or, or I'm going to say own it, but really um, owning the, the mortgage uh, or owning the property itself. Because the third criteria that we're looking at is, is truly own it in terms of equity. So the first one's in terms of volume and assets. The second one's in terms of equity. So when you look at that, we want to think this is how we're going to do a million dollars of real estate. We're going to buy a million dollars of real estate, and then we're going to own it, which means we're paying our mortgages down enough that the equity position that we have is a million dollars. Now you've got equity. Now you've got leverage. Now you can take that leverage and purchase other great deals and you can become your own financer. Opportunities really open up when you can be in this equity position. Acquiring properties through credit potentially becomes more difficult. Cash becomes a commodity. Managing your investments require help from several quarters. This stage helps dealing with them and often balancing cash flow with equity buildup. It may involve selling, trading up, exchanging. Maybe you've got equity. You're going to say, you know what? There's a great multifamily over here, and I'm going to liquidate all of these and go over here. Right? We talked to a lot of people that just change their entire portfolio because the terms become stronger. So it gives you more options to do so. So after you think a million, buy a million, own a million, the last thing we're going to think about is receive a million. This is going to be through passive income. For many of us, it's our goal of why we would choose to become a millionaire real estate investor. It's for passive income. So one day we can retire with that mailbox money. Now we say it's a millionaire because the, the title of the book is a millionaire real estate investor. But I want you to think about uh, whatever your number is your number. So maybe you're the $100,000 real estate investor. Well, start there. And what would $100,000 of passive income be? I want you to think bigger. Think bigger than, than you think you're worth. And sometimes imposter syndrome kicks in and just, just go bigger. Whatever you're thinking, go double it, go triple it, go quadruple it. Uh, you'll be surprised when you can just put it on paper how realistic it does become. When do you want to cash out? When do you want to liquidate? When do you want to sell? That's such a personal decision. And I think your network will help you out with that. Your agent, your real estate planner, your, uh, your financial advisor, those are the trust advisors, your, your tax specialist, your CPA, they can help you when and how and where to move and cash out. So that's going to be moving with that network again. On page 34, they say, moving forward, I believe everyone has a chance to be financially wealthy, Gary states. It begins with a state of mind, a way of looking at the world, and ultimately evolves into a way of life. Financially wealthy people think differently from the rest, and as a result, make different choices and enjoy more freedom in their lives. It's about living a large life. It's about having greater choices. And this book is one of the best ways he knows of how to build financial wealth, real estate investing. It's accessible to everyone and easily one of the most leveraged ways to build wealth. The biggest obstacles, he states, are most people face their own doubts and fears. 
Building financial wealth seems daunting and dangerous, but as we've said, opportunity, especially great opportunity, lives on the other side of fears. Now, we were just in Austin, Texas last week, and a keynote speaker talked about fear and actually poked fun of that cliche acronym that we always see. It's false evidence appearing real, right? But fear is real. And, and when we have fear, it's because there's limitations or because there's doubts or because it's reality, right? Sometimes fear can be good. It's, it's, it's a check and balance. Yet he's right. Opportunity is the other side of fear. And so, so when you can overcome that fear, you're going to do so with confidence. You're going to do so with criteria, with terms, with a network that's going to give you confidence. You're going to do it with an understanding exit strategies, understand that knowledge. And this book is going to help you overcome that fear. In the next section, in the next video that we're going to do, we're going to talk about the common fears that people have around investing and a mindset you can do to help overcome that fear. So if you feel like you would love to do something like this, but you have all sorts of doubts and what ifs and fears coming in, please make sure you like and subscribe to this video so you can be a part, be notified when that next one drops. Let's wrap this episode up with some points to remember and summarize this video. Each of us should wake up every day and say to ourselves, I'm an investor. I'm building financial wealth. And today is the day I will find an opportunity and make a deal. Just like my six-year-old said, I can ride my bike. And just like Thomas the Train said, I think I can. I think I can. Yes, I'm talking about six-year-olds riding bikes and Thomas the Train. You can tell I'm a dad of young kids in grade school. All right, second point to remember, a proven model is a process or method used to produce desirable, repeatable results. A proven model built on the best practices of high achievers in a given area will produce the most desirable, predictable results. What's cool about this, this book and this company, this culture and this environment that we're in is we get to stand on the shoulders of giants. You're not figuring it out yourself. You're not just winging it. You're not having to fail forward like someone else failed forward. You'll fail forward on your own terms because sometimes that's the best way to learn. In fact, there's a quote by Confucius that says, if I hear, I forget. If I see, I remember. And if I do, I understand. So once you do your first investment, you're going to understand so much more than even listening, watching, or reading you will. The third one, high achievers use models to take the luck out of the game. I mentioned this last time. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And so let's take the luck out of the game. Let's be prepared so that when that right opportunity comes up, you're ready to strike. Implement big models to minimize your risk and maximize your profit. And then, of course, the three areas in the dynamic trio criteria identifies the deals, terms determines if they're real deals, and the network supports you to accomplish your goals. And then finally, the four stages of growth. Think a million, buy a million, own a million, and receive a million. Hope this episode is beneficial for you. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and let me know. Like or comment or subscribe. Share it with a friend who might need to hear it. Make sure you hit the bell or follow or subscribe wherever you might be so you can be dropped every time we drop a new episode. If I can ever help you out and be a resource for you and be part of your network, I'd love to do so. My real estate team works and operates out of Central Florida, Orlando area. My coaching training company can be nationwide as well. So let me know, send me a direct message, and I'd love to be that resource for you. Thanks for watching. I'm Rick Bosley, and this is Real Estate Makes Sense.